Okay, good morning or good afternoon, depending at the time the time you're at listening to this podcast. Uh, this is episode 18 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Some of you may have gotten confused. Last episode was episode 17, and this is episode 18. So you can check that inside the you can check that inside the description, the Apple Podcast or whatever streaming device that you use to listen to this podcast. So I'm here with my fellow co-host, Chris. Introduce yourself. How's everybody doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kyrie, introduce yourself. Yo, how's it going, everybody? Yes, sir. Mark, you introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Thank you uh, for having me, Kyle. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Elijah, introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's up, everybody? All right, and we got a special guest. His name is Nadell. Uh, he's been wanting to join this episode. He goes to Temple, Temple University. He's a, he's a sports fan and has a sports major. Introduce yourself, Nadell. Yo, what's poppin'? All right, let's get it. So now we're going to start off. There's a lot to talk about NFL-wise, but we wanted to talk about first things first. We want to talk about the game between the Brown and the Ravens. So, I mean, a lot of people a lot of people are saying that was potentially one of the best games of the year or, or the game of the year. So I just want to know from your guys' standpoint, your opinion, like what made that game so special and what made that game potentially one of the best, you know, best games of the year? And how do you stack it up against the previous years? I'll let you guys go ahead. I'm swinging to uh, Mar. Go ahead, Mar. Well, I mean, these two teams are still playing, still fighting in their division for that spot. So this was a game that we uh, that they had to see and they had to test each other because the next time they see each other could be in the playoffs. So they really had to um, see what they could do against each other. And then with all the scoring that was going on, like everybody – with all the Russian touchdowns that was happening, and it was just an intense, and it was just an uh, entertaining game. Okay, that's that's something you know. I mean, so I mean, so so basically, the quarterback play I want to touch on. So, who do you think? I mean, obviously, you know, you have a winner and a loser, but do you guys feel like both both quarterbacks play equally equally well? Like, do you guys think, or do you think one quarterback was you know kind of superior to the other one? Anything uh, that? I mean, I, I want to touch on this. I think, even though you know the Browns lost, I think Baker Mayfield had the better game. I mean, I think Lamar Jackson just did more for his team to win because he did a lot of rushing. He had nine rushes for 124 yards, so that's really big. But Baker Mayfield did throw for over 300 yards and was it three, two touchdowns, two touchdowns. So I think that uh, Baker Mayfield, he kind. I wasn't really impressed by the way he played. I think that's why I was. I really enjoyed the game because I. I've been waiting to see like Big Mayfield do this for a while, play like a number one overall pick. And I felt like he has the receiving core, the weapons to be able to succeed in the NFL. And I felt like even though they lost, he still put out a great showing. Like that's one of those games where like if you're a part, like if I was a part of it, I can't be mad at either side, either side of the ball. It's just like we just got outplayed, but it's not like we didn't try. Right, 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 and that's something. And, and you know a lot of people, uh, you know they're not too high on on Baker on Baker Mayfield, considering he was the number one pick in the draft. And so far his play has it kind of lived up to that, or do you guys feel like uh, he he's kind of reached that? Do you think is that the team fault, or is that his fault by himself? You know individually. I mean, Nadell, do you want to take that away? Repeat the question again. Uh, I was telling you like how do you feel about Baker Mayfield as a quarterback? Do you think so far he's he's lived up to that that number one pick status, or you feel like? He could do absolutely more. Or do you think it's his fault he hasn't lived up to that number one status? 
I mean, well, I had him on fantasy, and last year he disapp- he kind of disappointed me with those 21 picks and that 78.8 passer rating, um, the 59% completion percentage. He's playing better this year. Um, he has more touchdowns in already 13 games than he had last season, and he has eight interceptions in 96.6 passer rating. So he's been playing a lot better. I think he can still improve, um, but he's definitely playing a lot better which is contributing to the Browns' success also. So I think he's been playing a lot better this year, and I think he has more room to improve. So what do you think? That expectation. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. So what do you guys think is, like, the next step for Baker Mayfield to take that step and say, you know, put himself in the upper upper status of the quarterback ranks, you know, to make himself – He's got to stop being inconsistent because that's his problem. Yeah. I and I don't – and that's what I'm saying. And, I, I mean, I don't want to say it's all his fault. Like, I mean, coaching, I just took a part into him not being able to succeed as much as he should have, should have already. But it's not all on coaching. He's made He can make terrible decisions with the football. And I think that's been seen before. I mean, the fact that with the receiving core he had last year and they didn't, they didn't make the playoffs, I feel like was kind of crazy. And I'm still kind of – even though they're doing better, I'm still kind of upset that they're doing this better or not doing better, doing good, so good without their best receiver, without Odell. And, I mean, you can, I mean, it's good that Baker Mayfield's adjusting and he's making plays, but it's also bad. Like, you can't, you can't find a connection with your best receiver, but everybody else you seem to be clicking with. So, I think his next step is just he needs to stop being inconsistent, you know, cut down turnovers, improve his pass percentage. I mean, but I think this is the – year where he's actually been able to get back in the conversation where like I'm still I'm still the the guy. I mean he's and I happen he's not the guy, but I think he's working his way to be able to try to get talked about with the other big name quarterbacks in the league now. Now he's not up there, but I mean he's on his way up there. Right. I definitely see a point from that. And another thing I want to touch on. So you know he got drafted in the 20, 2018 NFL draft. If you look at that draft of quarterback, you had Baker you had uh, Josh Allen, you had Josh Rosen, you had Lamar Jackson, you know, and you look at those. So you can obviously tell the two that really stood out uh, uh, besides, well, you know, Josh Allen and uh, Lamar Jackson. But considering this season, how Baker Mayfield's having a pretty good season and Josh Allen is having a pretty good season, who do you think so far is the better quarterback between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield? Um, I definitely think it's Josh Allen. He just a, has a better arm, and he's improved his consistency over the years too. And he showed to be pretty good door with a quarterback. He's able to throw it out the pocket and run when he needs to. And he's doing it with, uh, I feel like, less talent in his receiving core than Baker Baker Mayfield is. Mm. So what do you think? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that? Mm. I mean, Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that, I mean, that's true. But I feel like Baker Mayfield, he has, Steph, he has uh, Odell Beckham Jr., he has Jarvis Landry, and at his running back, he has Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I feel like those guys outweigh uh, the personnel. That oh, John, John okay, did. I thought you just meant. All right, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't mean just receiving court specifically. I meant like weapons overall. All right, let me. All right, my bad. So, what do you think, Nadal? I mean, who do you think is the better quarterback between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield? I mean, Kyrie. Kyrie gave some pretty good points. Some great points. I mean. Um, I think Josh Allen has been playing better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, he helped get his team to the playoffs last year and Baker Mayfield couldn't. And with the amount of talent Baker Mayfield had overall, I mean, they arguably have like the best running core in the NFL this year. Um, 
And also Josh Allen's putting up some solid numbers. I mean, he is 103.3 passer rating with only nine picks and 28 touchdowns. Now, he can be a bit inconsistent, but he's been playing pretty solid this season. And I think the Bills have – I think that, in my opinion, besides the Chiefs, I think the Bills would have the best chance in the AFC to make the Super Bowl. Um, and I think it's – Josh Allen plays a huge factor in that. So I think he's been playing like the better quarterback, in my opinion. Okay. All right. So putting that aside, uh, overall, we can say that was a great game. It was a great uh, matchup between two young quarterbacks, you know, good. Well, Lamar Jackson, great uh, quarterback. So moving on to the next time, we're going to talk about uh, the wild card uh, inside the NFL. So basically um, it's, it's six, it's six teams, you know, they got a chance, you know, to get picked inside a wild card. Who do you guys think, you know, take up those spots? Who do you think can make the, uh, become that wild card team? And, and that wild card team, do you think they have a shot to like shock the world, go far, go far in the, in the playoffs, potentially make the Super Bowl? And I dare say, potentially win the Super Bowl? I mean, you know, you guys throw out your picks and you give me all the answers. I mean, I'm really excited to hear that. Chris, you want to go ahead and uh, so basically, with um, the, what I want to say is, um, I want to know who you guys think would make the wild card. And the, for the final three spots. So, honestly, there's only been two spots that have been clinched in both AFC and NFC. So, teams that are in the wild card right now in both in the AFC right now, we have the Browns fifth, the Colts sixth, and the Dolphins seventh. Now, in the hunt, outside that, we have the Ravens, the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Broncos, but they're a long shot. At the NFC, we have the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Cardinals, as who are in the wild card, who had the wild card spots right now. But outside looking in, we have the Vikings, the Bears, the Lions, the 49ers, the Giants, and the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Panthers also have a chance to make it. So I was just want to know, like, who out of that, who do you think would take the last three wild card spots in the NFC and AFC? We can start with the AFC first since there's less teams, though. Oh, I definitely want to swing this to Nadell. Go ahead and, uh, and, and tell me. I definitely want to hear your opinion on this one. Um, for the AFC, um, I think the Browns and the Colts will get those first two wild card spots. I think the Titans will win the division. Um, for the last wild card spot, to me personally, it's between the Ravens and the Dolphins. I think the Raiders are a bit inconsistent. I mean, they almost lost to the Jets, and then they got blown out by the Falcons, who, in my opinion, are not a very good team overall. So I got to look you know, at the schedules, but – as I'm looking at it, I think the Ravens have an easier schedule. Um, and I think that they'll win two of these games. I could see them possibly losing to the Giants, but they're at home. And I think they could still – I think they could win that game. So I could see them winning out all three games. And then the Dolphins have to play the Bills and the Raiders. I think they can beat the Raiders, and I think they will, but I think they're going to lose to the Bills because they got to play at the Bills in the cold, windy temperature. I, I just see the, the Ravens having that – higher chance of taking that last wild card spot. Okay. That's, that's actually pretty good. I mean, what do you think, Kyrie, between like, – who, who who's your pick? So, for the first wild card spot, I do have the Cleveland Browns simply because I think they had the easiest schedule going forward. They have the uh, – they're at the Giants and at the Jets, which should be very winnable games. And they're also at the Steel- – they also play the Steelers last, which should be a very good game in my opinion. I think they'll go really back and forth. But I think the uh, Cleveland Browns do have a pretty good chance of winning that game. Um, as far as the Giants and Jets go, um, those, like I said, should be very winnable games. 
the Giants, they play hard, even though they're not as good. So that might be the only one that they might really have a chance of losing. But as far as the Jets, I think they should uh, go by them uh, pretty smooth. Um, for the for the second spot, I have the Baltimore Ravens, um, simply because their schedule is easy. Also, they have the Jags, the Giants, and the Bengals, which should be very winnable games. I mean, the Bengals are playing without Joe Burrow, the number one pick. Right. Um, the Jaguars have been bad um, the entire season. The Giants, they've been making a push as of late, um, getting in that first NFC spot. But I mean, NFC East spot, excuse me. But um, I don't see them holding up against the Ravens. And then for the last spot, I do have the Indiana Colts. Um, Indianapolis Colts, I think their defense will guide them um, into the last spot, even though their offense is a very, uh, very good. I actually love like your Browns, and you know, that was actually that was my first choice too. Because if you look at the schedule, they really got an easy schedule. Uh, I think, I think this is like a bigger Midfield's time to show what he could do. Obviously, it's a fair competition, but you know, it's also something he can't afford to lose because if he loses against fair competition, that that's the stand on his resume. Right. And he played well in the playoff uh, atmosphere type game we seen on Monday. Right. So, I mean, he definitely shows what, you know, what he, you know, he deserved the number one. He looked like a number one pick in that inside that game. Um, so, Elijah, I, I mean, I, I want to know about, you know, your, your wild card picks. Who who you have? So, for the AFC, um, as of right now, the way the standings are, I believe the fifth and sixth spot will say the same with the Browns and the Colts. But I also believe for the seventh spot, I believe the Dolphins will end up falling off that seventh spot and moving up with the Ravens. Um, the Raiders, I, I didn't – nobody talks about them yet. I feel like the Raiders still have a chance, possibly. Um, it's a long shot, though, very much so. But I, I'm definitely going to stick to the Ravens moving up to that eighth spot. Now, for the NFC, which is the most interesting for me um, – the, so, as you know, my team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that sixth spot for me, I feel like we're going to stick to it. But um, I mm-hmm. feel like that that first round playoff game might be real tough, and I don't really see us edging that one out, believe it or not. Yeah. And for the seventh spot, I'm going to keep the Arizona Arizona Cardinals there. Um, the eighth spot is the Vikings. Um, they play the Bears this week. If they can edge, edge that game out, they might be a, a top favorite depending on how uh, Kyler Murray plays against the Eagles defense this week. No, that's, I think, damn, I didn't even think of that too. That was something that you actually brought up that now I'm contemplating. Yeah, that I think the, the key X factor is Kyler Murray, you know, how he plays. Uh, Mar, I mean, so who, who's your wild card picks? Um, Well, the fifth seed, I'm, uh, I think the Browns are just going to, take it there. I mean, they're, they're just going to take it. The six, I could see the Colts staying there, but I mean, they play the Steelers, so um, they have a game where they can lose and Baltimore could win out. So I think Baltimore could take the six, and then I think the Colts will take the seventh. Alright, okay. I mean, I mean, Chris, I mean, I know, I think uh, one of those slots, you got the Raiders, you know, making it I mean, who, who's your, who's your uh, wild card pick? Uh, honestly, I think that it's going to stay the same. My only change that I would make, depending on how the Dolphins – it's going to depend on how the Dolphins play against the Raiders. But either I would have the Dolphins at the seventh, at the seventh or Baltimore. I think the Raiders messed up – and I love the Raiders, but I think we messed up our chance to make the playoffs when we lost to the Falcons. I think that's where we – I think that was where we just kind of messed up because 
the rest of our schedule after we played the Chiefs game was supposed to be very easy. We were supposed to play a bunch of subpar 500 team. Well, yeah, just about all of our teams under 500 except the Colts and the, the Dolphins, and we are and we lost to the Falcons. So, I mean, it didn't. I mean, it helped that we beat the the Jets, but that was still a close game. We didn't really play well. I mean, we only won because the defense, because Greg Williams does not know how to do, put prevent on, went to blitz eight people for some reason. But, I mean, I think that for the AFC, it's just going to remain the same. I don't – I mean, the Raiders have a chance, but it's a long shot. We have to win now. We have to pray that the Giants – that the Giants or some beat the Ravens or somehow just both the uh, Browns and Ravens just fall off somehow. Right. No, definitely. And, and yeah, I mean, I think it's a long shot, but I think you guys could beat the Dolphins. So, but, like, I guess, you know, I think you guys could can make that run. So – I want to touch on and moving on to the next topic. I want to talk about Dak Prescott. You know, I hate the Cowboys, not a Cowboys fan. I don't know if any of you guys are Cowboy fans. Anyone here a Cowboy fan? No? All right. So no one's here the Cowboy fan. That's good. Uh, so Dak Prescott, uh, you know, the team didn't really necessarily give him the, a contract. Uh, so what teams do you see Dak Prescott landing to? I mean, inside, inside the whole free agency. Like, like, what teams do you see him? Like, like, do you think he could go to and he would he would excel, you know? And because he didn't have a pretty good season with the Cowboys after he, well, before he had an injury, you know, and uh, he wasn't playing that well. So, what team do you think of Reed? Wait, what? what, What'd you say? Dak Prescott. You say he wasn't playing well. He wasn't. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Cowboys game you've been watching though. Dak Prescott was the the only reason, only hope they had for winning. Uh... I mean, okay. So, how would you how would you stack him against 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 the other quarterbacks that are playing this well this year? Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to rank comparison this, this year because we only, we had a small sample size of them. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, who are you trying to compare him to? Well, let me see. Well, he's playing. So, so is he playing? So, was he playing better than Tom Brady? I mean, that's a big comparison, though. Just because he wasn't playing – I mean, no, he wasn't playing better than Tom Brady, but he wasn't having a bad year. Oh, that's fair. Okay. All right. No, actually, no. Okay, I see you guys playing. Bro, the, you probably were the best court- – never mind. I'm not going to finish that thought. No, you might be. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. He's the upper half of, of top quarterbacks, like, on the league. Upper half? Right. Yeah. Okay. Top 10 quarterback? <sighs> he could have been. It was it was debatable. He was, I mean, he really wasn't playing very <laughs> well. With the, with he the weapons he had, he, yeah, with the weapons he had, he had. He, he, he was. Yeah, I mean, he had. wasn't. He was not standing, but he was. He was balling though. Okay. Put it this way, if he would have, if if he was, if he would have still been here, he'd they'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with Easily. that. Okay, I agree with that. You know what? Yeah. The way yeah. Carson playing too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then, then they would have finally said Dak better than Carson. No, well, Carson was better than Dak for a year, for a year, mm. for a year, and uh, that went downhill. But uh, they've been in, in the league what four years now? Yeah, they both came in the same draft. Yeah, came in the same draft. Uh, so all right, yeah. So what teams? Uh, so what teams do you see Dak Prescott going to? You know, like inside of like like what teams? You know, um, a team I thought a team I thought of was the Atlanta Falcons simply because Matt Ryan, of course. I thought, is- of, them, I thought of them too. I was thinking yeah. that too. Go ahead, finish the that. Falcons, okay. You look at their uh, their three top weapons: Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley, and uh, Julio Jones. And I feel like those are the three good guys to put around Dak Prescott, especially since he's going to be coming off a torn ACL, and um he's going to going to need some time to get back into the motion of things. But I think having those three guys around him would kind of guide him the best. 
Mm, okay. I mean, so 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 okay. That's one team. How you guys feel about um the the Patriots? You think he could go to the Patriots? Because I don't think Cam Newton's the guy anymore. I, I would have disgusted. No, I would have said the 49ers or the Rams. 49ers or Rams. Definitely the Niners. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Niners would be a nice fit with George Kittle and Dak Prescott. No. That would be that, that, that would be really great duo. Oh, no, that would no, I actually like that though. That's Along insane. with the run game they have too. I got I got two different teams. Though. I was thinking of two different ones. I saw the Falcons. Okay. I was looking at the Steelers for one because they need a new quarterback badly, and um, the Detroit Lions. The Lions. That's actually that's interesting. Yeah, actually, because yeah, Matt Stafford. I mean, Matt Stafford is one of that. He's that quarterback. You just don't know where to put him at. Like if you look at just basically his stats, you would be like, and then it's like, but he's done nothing. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like he's yeah. just another he's just like Philip Rivers, basically. right? Like you don't know where to put him at. Like he's not horrible, but like he's not just not great. Well, that's really good. He's just average. Like he's mediocre. So I mean, above average. Definitely is mediocre. I mean, I'm, I'm, he's, I mean above, he's above average. I'll say he's, he's above average. Wow. Yeah, he's not Stafford mediocre. Nice, yo. Yo, he's mediocre. Stafford is nice. He's above, I say he's above that average. Bro. Nice. He's above average. He's not bad. Wait, Mark, Mark, Mark. Are you going off stats, Mark? Are you going off the stats? You just going off? I always tell you stats don't win games, bro. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is really nice, bro. Oh, yo. If you, like Aaron Rodgers said, Patrick Mahomes does it. Everybody just goes, wow. But Matthew Stafford been doing this stuff for years. He just, just when Calvin Johnson let people stop watching him. Stop giving him a squad, bro. Yeah. If he had a squad, it'd be different. But I mean, he had a squad though. When? Two thousand fourteen. <laughs> when they made the playoffs. That number one rushing defense. That, uh, don't throw, who, you who's on the offense? Who's in the Calvin Johnson, Nate Yeah, Calvin Johnson, Nate Burleson. Uh, was Golden Tate on the team then? Golden, Golden Tate might have been on the team too. Yeah, Gordon Tate. Gordon Tate was on the team. Gordon Tate was on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good team. So he's had a nice team. I, I'll be it. They lost off of controversial calls. Controversial calls definitely played a factor. But I mean, he's had a good team. He, well, he's not. Later, I would bro, call him average. And, and and six years later, and he hasn't had any type of squad like on that level. I just so, feel like. I just feel like if you like look like, but then like his, his win column just doesn't justify. Him being like the number one pick in the draft, but he like like Mark like Mar said he's nice. I think he, I think he's above average. I mean, I think he's but better than Kirk Cousins. You right? said you said the Wincom doesn't say he's make some. You don't think he was the number one pick in the draft? N- not really. But it's not all his fault though. Well, yeah, but you know, I, I'm trying to. That doesn't that doesn't define a number one pick though. Well, leading his team. Well, yeah, that's right. It's not. Necessary. I mean. I mean, not, he does lead his team. Well, it's just I that give, he I just give partial blame. Let's just say I give him partial blame, but yeah, the team is at fault. I give him partial blame too. But like, he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. He's definitely above average. Like, he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I don't think anyone would. You think he's better than Jared Goff? Yes, I was. I take him over Jared Goff. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I take him over Jared Goff. Yeah. Okay. Oh, too. I mean, I take him over. I take him over a lot of. I okay. I take him over a good number over a good number of quarterbacks in the league right now. I'm just saying. I think his time in Detroit is might be done. So would you put Matt? So Matt, Matt, so Matt's like a top twenty, top fifteen quarterback to you, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I think he is easily. 
Because you give him you give him weapons, he knows what to do with them. I mean, he'll make bad decisions sometimes, but he knows what to do. He knows what to do. He knows how to get the ball to his receivers. Okay. And he proved that. that game. He win that game, too. And, 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 and he proved that even more to me after Calvin Johnson left. Because I didn't think he was going to put the same numbers after Calvin left. And he did. Right. No, everyone did doubt him after Calvin Johnson left. He's like, yeah, it's over for him. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I, I mean, I, with him, I'll I put him on somewhere like, I'll put him on San Francisco or Atlanta. As a matter of fact, Atlanta would be the perfect spot for him. I th- yeah, that would be the perfect spot for him. I think you switch Matt Ryan with Matthew Stafford, you it'd be a major difference. Yeah, because Matthew Stafford is a way better quarterback than Matt Ryan. Even though Matt Ryan took his team to the Super Bowl, and they had that the, one of the I don't even watch that game. That game is so upsetting. That leave unacceptable. But I think yeah, they ain't doing that this year. <laughs> and not doing that this year. I mean, so I mean, I guess everyone thinks that Prescott. So 49ers is like the top choice for you guys. You gotta think that's like the number one place he should. You know, I'm still thinking. I'm still, I'm, listen, I'm still thinking. The, I'm still thinking Pittsburgh. For me, it's Atlanta. Atlanta. Like Atlanta. The Titans. The Titans. Hmm. That would be a nice little. He keep his running back, and he got AJ Brown, Jonu Smith, but Corey Davis. Not doing bad though. Why are you gonna get rid of him? He isn't. He isn't. But uh, it's <laughs> like I, I feel like. So you, do you think Dak is better than Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. That they're on like the same level right now to me because I think I think understandable. I think I'm going to be playing. Okay, wait. So now I look at it. So if you put Ryan Tannehill on with the Cowboys offense, do you think he or or you think still Dak? Like Dak, he's not much of a runner. Their old line's not good right now. Okay, that is true. Right. Okay, but at the same time, the Titans are also missing parts of their uh, the best parts of their old line. True. So, I mean, he's still, he's still not really doing bad. I mean, they're like on the same level. I don't know who I would take, but I don't know Can if I would do just take count. It is after injury. I can't. That, that is that is hard. I don't think I would take a chance on messing up that chemistry too, especially since he he led him to the playoffs last year. Mm, you and can't. He really do that. Got that, they, they got the chemistry going, and that's one thing I do. I I've realized about the Titans. They really don't. His, the quarterback they have fits the system and he doesn't need to do anything better or, or anything extra, and it works. Right. He, he's just like – Which is very rare to happen, though, because usually if the quarterback doesn't meet up to the expert or meet up to that level of play, it, it doesn't work out, but it works. Yeah, he's just like, you know, not too good, not too bad. He's just stuck in the middle. That's where he – I mean, yeah. All right, so – all right, so we're going to move on to the next topic. We go to our – we go to my team, the best team. You know what it is. Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Philadelphia。Phil
fanboy. I know you got caught up in. <laughs> but Jalen Hurts, none of you guys had him winning that game. You guys didn't think he would do well. You guys, you thought I thought the same. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was the one that said throw Jalen in from like week six, yo. But they I asked, no, that. no, I understand that. But I'm at, well, I asked you, do you think who's going to win the Eagles and Saints? You guys, yeah, I had the just, Saints, but right. I never said Jalen was going to do bad because I said throw him in. All right, okay, you didn't have the Eagles winning, so don't lie. I had the Eagles winning. I'm a firm, oh, I believe, my lord, I believe in the oh, Eagles. My oh my lord, lord yo. Nick Listen, Bowles, that's oh, why. my yeah. lord, Colin, bro. I didn't even, I even have them winning, bro. I didn't even have them winning. I had them winning. I really listen to me. I have a firm believer in my team. Listen, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I thought they was gonna win. I really thought it was gonna win. It would be a close game, but I thought. Stop it. So no, no, no. no. Wait, so, so Colin, we... Colin, hold on though. What? So do you? So do? So, so do you walk into every week thinking that you guys are gonna win every game or no? No, no, no. I I don't do that. I don't do that. So so what made so, you think against the Saints we will win? I just right, like, right. I just feel like Jalen Hurts would have made that difference. That that did answer the question. Ah, that's my answer to that question. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, fine. <laughs> all right. So how do you so how do you guys feel about Jalen Hurts, you know, in his first start against the Saints? Like when how do you got like what's the takeaways and what do you think his outlook is for the Eagles? Of course, I think everyone here thinks he'll he should start for the rest of the season. Carson Williams has been playing bad. That's nicely putting it. He's been playing bad. Nobody can bring in the extra. But he's been playing bad. And what do you think about next season? Do you think Jalen Hurts starts for the entirety of next season, or do you think Carson Wentz takes that spot back? Or you guys know, talk to me. Um, it really depends on like how he plays like the rest of the season in the next upcoming games. Because there was some way the Eagles actually snuck into the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts was a factor of helping them do that. It really depends. Or he could play really bad the next two games. You don't really know. But if he plays good the next couple of games, um, he could be the starting quarterback next year because. It doesn't look like um, the Eagles will be going in the right direction with Carson Wentz because he hasn't really been playing good this season. So we just got to see how he plays the rest of the season because it's just one game. He played solid, but you just have to see how he plays the rest of the season. Okay. I mean, um, a lot of people are, are trying to are trying to really come down to who who's at fault. You know, is it is it is it coach? Is it Carson Wentz? A lot of people just they just want to see what uh, coach. You know how he utilizes Jalen Hurts throughout the remainder of the season, and like, is it really the coach or is it really Carson Wentz who's really at fault? You know, it could be both. I think it's both, but uh, we'll see how Jalen Hurts plays. You know, for the for the rest of the season. I mean, but but I mean, the rest of you guys, what do you guys think about Jalen Hurts' first start against the Saints? I mean, Chris, go ahead and talk to me. What, what you think about him? I mean, I'll say I I can I'll admit I was wrong. I did not expect to have the impact he did have. Um, and and against the Saints, so. I'll take for that. I mean, he wasn't – he played well enough to win. I don't think he played great, but it was – like I said, it was well enough to win. Uh, right. Moving forward, I think he should start for us this season. I don't think that he will start next season. I feel like they're going to give Carson Wentz one more year oh to God. figure it out. If it doesn't work, then I think they're going to give it to Carson Wentz, and then Jalen Hurst will probably be a starter, or they'll bring in somebody else, and they'll compete. Um, but – like I said, for his first game against the Saints, he didn't look bad. He he played like an average NFL quarterback. Now, hopefully, moving forward, if he does get this done job with the Eagles, he will improve on that. Because I mean, he showed he can be a dual threat. But right. I think I feel like as a quarterback in this league, even though if you do enough to win, I feel like 
the minimum value you should throw is 200 yards, I feel like, in a game. And, I mean, I, I feel like that with any quarterback. I think that's just – that's the minimum. I mean, you don't need to do that to one, but I feel like you should do that. It should be the standard. It should be the standard. Yeah. But, I mean – Go ahead. Well, I was about to say, I definitely see where you're coming from, Chris, because I, I kind of keep that same standard myself. I think, like, uh, plus 200 yards, that's like a – that's like a good range for a quarterback to be in, especially if they're trying to win. But I think he kind of balanced himself well because he also had over 100 rushing yards. And that's what we've seen this week, that which we haven't seen from Carson these past couple of weeks, was that whenever he was flushed out the pocket, he was able to make plays with his with his legs and stuff like that. And you even see him on the move communicating like with his receivers and stuff like Pat Mahomes does, even though he didn't really like get to convert a lot of them. Like I, I like what I've seen as far as him like being able to make plays out of the pocket and stuff like that and use his legs to gain extra yards. So I, I kind of I'm okay with him having under the two under the 200 yards because I think he, he played really well on his feet. I mean, and this really just puts like so. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Jalen Hurts just plays absolutely wild the remainder of the season, you know, and then that just kind of puts the Eagles in a tough position with Carson Wentz because you got a guy he's played so well each game for you know for like the remainder of the season. And it's like, well, and then you gave Carson Wentz that that big contract, like you can't have a, your backup quarterback making more than the starting quarterback, right? So, you know, that just doesn't sit well. So you got to make it work with Carson Wentz. But, you know, uh, I feel like if Jalen Hurts had played off on this game, uh, they probably felt more better about Carson Wentz, but it, it didn't turn out that way, you know, and, and I'm happy for that. But it just it's real tough for Carson Wentz, man. You know, it's just a real setback mentally for him. You know, hopefully he gets over that. But, you know, I just think, uh, yeah, it's just tough for the Eagles if he just plays. Jalen Hurts plays that well, and, you know, your backup quarterback, you can't give him that much money for a backup quarterback. So, I mean, that's crazy. Carson Wentz was just a you know, MVP. You know, he was leading the MVP. And now he's now he's questioning the future. Like, what's the future like with the Eagles? You know, I mean, yo, wait. So, what team do you guys think Carson Wentz should have gone to? Like, what was the last time? What team you guys had picked? You think he, should he should he leave? You think he should go to, or should, should they trade him to? We're talking the Colts. Colts, Colts, Colts. That was the main option. Man, the Colts. Um, all right, the Colts. All right, the Colts. I could see him going to the Bears. The Bears. Oh, oh I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> Why not? Oh God, I don't like that. No, they got they, they don't they line much they much better than the Eagles. <laughs> oh man. All right, but uh, hopefully Carson wins. You know, I feel like next. I think one more year uh, will, will do good for Carson wins, in my opinion. I think. I don't know if he'll ever get back to the MVP franchise caliber quarterback that we all fell in love with, but he sure won't. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't think he can go somewhere else? Uh, Do you think he can somewhere else? Do you think he can get back to form somewhere else? And if so, where? I just I just feel like I feel like for, for like for Philadelphia, it's always a, a trend of like like as soon as a player leaves the city, they play significantly better. So it's like I just feel like Carson wins. It's like I don't know. Maybe with the Eagles, he might not ever get back to that point. But if he leaves or they do trade him, it's like I feel like he he doesn't get back to that MVP. But he gets he becomes above average quarterback. He becomes an above average quarterback. You know, a top twenty, a top fifteen quarterback. There's so. some places out there. There's some places you, you guys can see him doing that. I mean, everyone said the Colts. I understand why the Colts. Uh, I don't know what other team inside the coast would be the best fit for him. Now I'm thinking about it. I mean, Mars said the Bears. Why do you think Chicago? I don't know why you think Chicago. I mean, why? Why? Why is that, Mar? Why do you think the Bears would be the uh, the right fit for Carson Wentz? Because he has Allen Robinson. 
And he has a defense. Listen, man, that boy A-Rod might leave too, though. He has a he has running backs. He has Tariq Cohen. He has David Montgomery, and he has Allen Robinson, which I think like he can throw it up like literally to Allen Robinson. He's gonna come down with it, right. and he's not the only receiver. All right, that that sounds fair. That sounds fair. All right, so that concludes episode eighteen. Wait, wait, wait. Can I hear the coat? Why the coats? Oh, actually, go ahead, you guys. I'll go with the Colts. So for me, I think the Colts. I think they. I think they have a more established offensive line, so he doesn't have to worry about pressure getting to him. Uh, like within what was the average, like a second or two. I think he's gonna have more time. He doesn't have, really have to do much because they're gonna have. A, they have a strong running game. Almost, they don't have a three-headed monster, but they got Haynes and Taylor, two pretty. Deep, they got two good running backs, and they're still improving. Um, the receiving core needs to be worked on, but I mean, for right now, T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman Jr. isn't bad. Plus, you is plus you still have Jake Doyle, so I think he doesn't have like outstanding weapons, but I think they're weapons that he can work with, and he's not going to feel the pressure like he is in Philadelphia because with the offensive line, like Indianapolis has. Because look, I, I don't think he has talked about it a lot, but they really have a nice line, and that's outside of Quentin Nelson. So you're saying their receivers are like the Eagles, then they're just. Regular. I mean, you can say they're regular, but I think the difference. But I still, I still, but yeah, I can't talk. I think the difference is though that the offensive line, and I think in the Indianapolis, he's not going to be asked to do much because, somewhat like the Eagles, but I think more so in Indianapolis, they rely more on their defense making plays. But it's the Eagles; they rely on the defensive line. Coach rely on the defense because they have players. They have basically have playmakers on every level of the ball in defense. So I think he won't be asked to do much. So kind of like what Phillip Rivers is doing, like get like a, what, 200, maybe 200 yards passing, a touchdown or so. I mean, I feel like he can get that done. I feel like he's actually sometimes times asked to do much in Philly. I don't think he'll be asked to do that with Indianapolis. But do, okay. But, all right, I can see that. Okay. Sounds fair. I like that too. I feel like it gives him like a fresher outlook on things. Like he, he gets out of that show that would be in the Eagles. And I feel like it's it'll just be a good fresh start for him. I, I mean, I, I hope it works with, with, with the Eagles, man. I mean, especially giving them that contract. You know, he, he was like like the last quarterback we had drafted that high. So it was like, you know, I mean we I Boy, hope, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I hope it works out with Carson Wins. I mean, I, I you know, you gave him that contract. So I hope it works out with him. But, you know, Jalen Hurts plays well. And it's like, you know, it's just, just one more year. I think next year would be, like, the year to really determine, you know, do we keep him or, or does he got to go? So, all right. So, that concludes episode eight. But wait, wait. No, no, no. I got something to say. Oh, got something to say. Because they said, well, somebody said uh, he could basically do what Phillip Rivers is doing. But part of Carson's problem is his decision-making with the ball, like, how do you just think that's just going to switch in Indianapolis? I, don't they have Frank Reich over there who we had uh, as our OC when he was when he was playing good? And that's I what I believe is a problem, too. I feel I like think, he was upset that he left. I think that was, like, why Indianapolis was the main link there because because they, they have Frank Reich as their OC there. And he'll probably put Carson in a, symptom that he, a system that he's familiar with, even though his guys aren't, like, top not top-tier guys. You guys think Carson could be successful with uh, non-top tier guys? 
I mean, T.Y. Hill's top tier. He just hasn't had a quarterback in a while. To, and to the point, I feel like Chris is making pretty good points also about their old line and their defense kind of alleviating some of that pressure. I mean, at the same time, I mean, when he was, I mean, when they made the Super Bowl run, Carson, who was really the top tier guy in the receiving core? I mean, but I mean, they had Zach Ertz, and I mean, it's cool. I mean, Jake Doyle is a top ten tight end, so he's always I mean, a big tight end. Right. We didn't really have the exceptional receiving core. You had yeah, you had, you had was, a top five tight end. Right. That, that's cool, and they got but, and the Colts have a top ten tight end. Yeah. So exactly. that, that's still improving. So I mean, it's so I still I still think he could get it done with that team. Like it's, like you said, it's not like a crazy core, but it's just enough. I mean, he did before he got hurt. He did with just enough in Philly. Like you said, with only with only what one a top five tight end and a subpar receiving core. I think he can do it in Indianapolis and with a better offensive line. Yeah, I think he could get it done. Okay. I mean that's that that sounds pretty much fair. But uh, all right, so this. This concludes episode 18 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Uh, thanks a lot for tuning in and taking the time to listen to us, guys. You guys can follow us on the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and etc. We have our link entry in our Instagram uh, profile. I will leave everything inside the whole description. So in each, and, each and every one of us, our Instagram names, you want to follow us. Uh, throw out some topics that you think we should cover. We'll absolutely cover it and talk about it. And uh, thanks a lot for listening to us. I want to thank my co-host, uh, Nadell. Thanks a lot for coming in for this, uh, as a special guest. Thanks a lot, Chris, Kyrie, Elijah, Mar. I appreciate you guys coming in. And hopefully uh, we tell you on Saturday. We're going to talk about the NBA. There's a lot of stuff going around. We can't wait to get on it. So stay tuned. Thank you. <laughs>